The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. In each episode, you'll hear an earful of brilliance from a marketer who has brought an iconic brand to life. Ready to hear the secrets and untold stories behind the brand you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of OH Partners, Scott Harkey. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where we tell the untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of OH Partners, Scott Harkey. Joining us today is Lainey Shelnick, who is a director of growth marketing at Joby Capital, which is an early-stage venture capital fund and venture studio that builds and invests in brands of tomorrow, including celebrity-backed brands like Courtney Cox, Home Court, and Kate Hudson's In Bloom. And today, Lainey and I are going to discuss building celebrity brands. Okay, here's my conversation with Lainey Shelnick, Director of Growth Marketing at Joby Capital. All right, now we're ready. We're warmed up. Okay, so tell us about Joby and the role you play today in this new world. I mean, I talk about new world marketing all the time, and Social media has absolutely changed the game. Everybody's talking about influencer marketing. Traditional channels are totally disrupted. And D2C continues to rise, although it's super competitive, I I would argue. And you guys have created something really unique where you're taking the celebrity part of somebody and you're helping getting them into brands. I think that's super cool. Tell us a little bit about Joby and the role you guys play for celebrities and brands. Yeah, so Joby really serves as a venture studio, bringing all of the pieces together. So in addition to fundraising the capital, we do extensive research into categories that we're interested in going into and then pair that with the celebrity. So that makes a lot of sense. Like I think that something that's super important is that there is like a product fit with the celebrity. So it feels authentic because I've seen celebrity brands and like that don't make any sense. You're like, why are they promoting XYZ product? I think Joby, like I said, pairs the category, the celebrity, the operator, and then provides like internal resources. So I serve as the director of marketing and really plug into each of the brands that we're incubating to stand them up from zero to one and build out the overarching marketing strategies. That, that is incredible. I mean, I, I think I said earlier when we were talking, I mean, it's almost like an ad agency, PE, VC company, like all rolled into one. How do you find the insights for what brands would be good for what celebrities? I think that's fascinating. Yeah, I think that we do a lot of research into the category before we like determine that this is the direction we want to build a brand in. So for example, the like home care space, like who are the other players out there? We speak to different consumers. We do run like qualitative, quantitative research um, to really pull out insights there of like what within this category would make sense. And then when we're looking at the celebrities, we like shortlist a, a list of them that 
really makes sense to that specific category. So it's like that people that like have authentic ties to whatever category it is. I think that's super important. And then a lot of celebrities, I mean, like actor, actresses have like full-time jobs, careers. And so I think they've like a lot of them want to go into building their own brands, but maybe haven't had the time or the resources. And so I feel like Joby helps provide what that would look like to them. And like, like I said, brings those pieces together. I love that. And I've been in the space 20 years and I used to live in LA and I, I've had so many meetings where it makes sense where celebrity brands want to happen or on the other side where we're representing a brand and we're, we're doing an endorsement deal. So I think it's fascinating what you do because in endorsement deals, you're always like, are they really fully in and you know what attention are we going to get in? And so you're always concerned. And then on the other side, celebrities that want to do a brand, they have no money. <laughs> and so the fundraising standpoint is so important. So I, I think it's really cool what you guys are doing. And obviously in this new world, I mean, we as marketers, we want endorsement. We want authentic people that can get behind the product because it humanizes it. So it's really cool what you guys are doing. And it's hard to get earned media these days and it's expensive, you know, and television's dwindling and now Instagram ad sales have just gone through the roof. Um, are you guys still seeing massive reach in social channels with brands? And is the strategy, I guess, two-part question, is the strategy D to C and also heavy retail, I would think too. Do you have any insight from that for some of our marketers out there? Yeah, I think that there's a lot of benefits with like inherent, like you were mentioning, with working with a celebrity, just you already have a built-in fan base of customers and their social channels are you know, huge. And so the awareness and lead gen, especially like pre-launch and teasing the brand, I feel like building up your email list, SMS list, like all of that is super valuable nowadays, especially at, like, as you mentioned, post iOS, like our digital advertising costs have just skyrocketed. I think that there are still ways with a celebrity to break through the clutter, like whitelisting out of the celebrity's account and using their audiences on Facebook to build lookalike audiences off of. So in addition to like owning that like lead gen piece and also driving people to like grow your Instagram following, you get like this like backend access as well that helps marketing costs a lot. And then on top of that, like the nat- the like earned piece of it on the PR side of things, like they love celebrity Nate, like that's like the most clickbaity thing for them. And so I feel like getting access and on a lot of these publications, it's helpful to have a celebrity tie in to be promoted on them. And then also on the Instagram following piece, like, I think we saw insane growth that I know I was previously like at Function of Beauty, which was another startup not associated with the celebrity, but in the custom hair care space. And like to get to like 100k followers on Instagram took a few years, whereas like we're almost there with home court. So it's like that. Yeah, I feel like plays. Are you guys still seeing return on ad spend within like Shopify and Instagram D2C? I feel like a lot of that market's gotten squeezed. Do you still see opportunity there? I think that there still is opportunity there. I think the attribution is super messy. Um, and that's something that we're working through right now. And it's like, what are you, are you looking in platform? Are you looking on Google Analytics? Like, what is that story? And I think that it's become less clean after iOS. We are still seeing, you know, return. And I think that having the organic piece as well helps just bring down our like blended numbers. So how do you break through? Obviously, you guys have done a great job with that. 
but how do other celebrity brands or how do brands in general break through such a saturated celebrity market, whether they're using a celebrity as an influencer or they are a celebrity brand like, like you guys are doing? Yeah, I mean, the celebrity market is super saturated, but I think there's more categories. There are some categories that are more saturated than other. For example, like beauty. I think that there is so many, like every single celebrity has created a beauty brand. And so for that, super hard to break through the clutter. I think, for example, with home court in the home care space, like there are a few celebrities players in that space, but less so. And so I think that's also something we look at when we're like, this is a category we want to go into, making sure that like there is a market size that we can own. And then I think that in addition to even though it's saturated, if you make a product that people love and that like the efficacy of the product is great, like that's awesome. And that will like, once you get it in people's hands, it'll start to sell itself. And then the celebrity piece is just like an added bonus and tie-in. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Like, why don't we just create another tequila brand, right? Like, that's what it seems like. It's like, it's like, you're so right. There's just really crowded categories. And I, I think that what you're saying is really think about the opportunity from a category standpoint, and then make sure that that's matching up from a, like a human truth insight standpoint, like what you do with Courtney Cox and the clean piece and home care. That, that makes sense. I think a lot of times celebrities are just like, ah, oh, I want to do this. I'm passionate about this. And is there really an opportunity in that category? So that's why it's a miss. Or on, on our side, the brands I represent, we're looking for people that kind of fit the vibe and lifestyle for the category we already have. So I think you're like reverse engineering it a little bit. And that just makes a ton of sense. And then you have the capital component to actually go to market, uh, which is super expensive to bring a brand to market, obviously. That's super cool. How should others be thinking about how to identify the right product for the with the right celebrity i mean i was with some of the startup right now it's called uh, rad golf and we're like we have some celebrity golfers that are investors and we're like okay who's the one to pick and all the drawbacks of what golfers this or oh they're in live or they're that like how do you i, I know marketers are out there and they're struggling with this Is, has there been any major insights for you but just being in the space so heavy yeah i think that like one, the authentic piece, like making sure there's that like product celebrity fit, which we were talking about. But in addition, I feel like there also needs to be a strong story, like that thread of like storytelling for the brand for it to make sense. It can't just be like, oh, I like that. Like, let's let me launch a brand. Like, I think that there really needs to be an authentic, like strong, like, is what what resonates with people is like something that like pulls on their heartstrings and is like, Oh, like I get this, I can relate to this, or I feel like relatability or like aspirational. And so it's like, wow, like I want my kitchen to look like this. Like I want X, Y, Z in my house or like me to wear this or drink this to make me feel a certain way. So I think storytelling is super important. I think you nailed it. Authenticity is such like in marketing, we always have like these buzzwords. It's like, I swear, like at Masters of Marketing Conferences in Orlando every year, and one year it's like, oh, what's True North? Or, you know, one it's like, oh, it's all about brand purpose or, oh, it's all about storytelling. And authenticity has been thrown around a lot. And I can think about examples, you know, like Ryan Reynolds with his gin company comes to mind. There's some doing it really well. Or I remember when Honest Company came out and there was a lot of controversy early and that's kind of gone away. Like, what does authenticity really mean? Is it something that they're like really passionate about? Like what's the gauge of authenticity? Well, I think that I'll get to that. I guess on the, the first thing you said, like people can like smell bullshit nowadays. Like yeah, they, 
I think customers are so much smarter than they used to be, like about what's in their product, about like, like, did they actually use their product? I think that like at Function of Beauty, I like built their influencer program. And I think a lot of the people we worked with, like at the beginning, like wouldn't use the, like, I feel like we had to literally write in our brief, like use the, like we want an authentic endorsement. Like we want, and they'd be showing our shampoo bottles, like all like completely filled. And it's like the pumps aren't even in them. And they're like, this is the best shampoo ever. It's like, how do you know? Like you haven't tried it. Like we want it to be authentic. And like, we'd have to have them reshoot or like if they did post it, that would be in all in the comments of like, or like, this isn't true. Like people know, people can see that. So I think it's super important that authenticity piece and to like actually work with people who like, if you're doing like a brand partnership that like care and like the product, like I think that is like makes a huge difference. It's so, it's so true. And it's a big shift. It's a big shift, I think, for Hollywood. And I think it's a big shift for marketers. Like, like I'm even noticing on social posts, it's like, no, we want you just in regular clothes and we want you talking like, not scripted and holding the product like you normally would, like the over scripted, highly produced shoot kind of world in social is over. So I think that's a great point. I think that's what you're saying on the authenticity side of things. Yeah. And I think from like a performance standpoint, like what actually performs content wise is the more authentic, like even if it's a celebrity, like if it's a selfie of them, like with with a product like that's gonna crush it versus or like them speaking authentically to camera maybe no makeup on versus like a very like a studio shoot image it's so counterintuitive but you're you're right i noticed from a performance and from ads and organic i mean you nailed it what advice would you give to other marketers i mean i, I love your background i mean you have the influencer background you have a heavy cpg background now you have the celebrity i have different I classify them differently, whether it's influencer or celebrity or athlete, but just like a lot of really unique and relevant experience in today's, you know, marketing world. What advice would you give out there to other marketers or brands about like today's space and where are we going? That's a super broad question, but where are we today and where are we going and what advice would you give out there to other marketers? I think it's, it's like ever changing. It's crazy from like when I started my career to now, like even in the same channels, like how much is different. And so I think that like, like advice that I've been given that like, like I utilize is like, stay up to date, stay in the know, like talk to other markets. There's like so many channels out there, like newsletters, podcasts that like have like relevant information that like, you can like pick up like uh, something that like could be useful and applied to your brand. And then I feel like all of these platforms like TikTok, Meta, like are constantly releasing like new features that like even I'm like, wait, like did this exist? Like I'm like, I didn't even know about this a week ago. And it's like new and can help perform. Like they're trying to like disrupt whatever performance or like Meta to make up for iOS. And like, I think that like that is moving so fast. So like try to learn as much as possible, read as much as possible, like speak to people in that, like who are in similar roles that can help give you advice. Like, I think that is like, couldn't agree more. yeah, no, I couldn't agree more because I think as marketers at times, it's easy to get complacent and to think how brands think. And, you know, I mean, the way people buy things doesn't change, but how you distribute that content and what that content needs to be changes. So I fell into the trap a ton. Like, oh man, like Instagram Reels is nothing. Oh, now it's not. You know, like TikTok's a thing or is it going to stay? So I, I agree, like staying relevant with what's happening day to day, especially in social channels. I mean, I think a lot of marketers, 
And a lot of people at agencies, we get complacent and sort of to stay up on time. So I, I couldn't agree with more. This has been fascinating. I could talk for hours about this stuff, but that does wrap up our first episode of the Rebrand Podcast. Thanks again to Lainey Shalik, Director of Marketing at Joby Capital for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, where Lainey and I are going to discuss trends in celebrity brand building. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Lainey, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit her company's website at www.wearejoby.com. Just one link in our show notes that I want to fill you in about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to the podcast, head over to therebrandpod.com where we'll have summaries of all our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our newsletter if you want to talk about the most impactful marketing campaign you've been a part of and be a guest speaker on the Rebrand Podcast, please do so. Of course, you can always reach us out on social media. Our handle is rebrandpod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can contact me directly. My handle is at sharkyaz. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing campaign brilliance in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be right back in your feed the next business day. Okay, that's it for today. But next time, remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand.